Yo, what's going on, everybody? Jim here from Drink a Beer and Play a Game. Welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Oh, I'm already out of breath. Okay, this is a good start. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to episode 228. Thank you for joining us tonight. Obviously, different setup going on here. Where's Brian? Brian is not here. Uh, real life is kicking him in the ass this week. He's got to get up balls early tomorrow for driving for work. He's got family shit going on the rest of the week. So I'm here. You, me, my fat boy titties. It's going to be a good time tonight, everybody. But yes, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're doing something a little different tonight. So I think it's actually was kind of a slow news week in general for once. So and actually poor Brian, the one the one week. There is no Dylan Muvaney. There is no Bud Light story. The one week it'll happen for the rest of time. Brian is not here for it. So I get to enjoy a stress-free night, maybe. Because we are doing a live call-in on the Discord. So links will be below if you're not in the Discord. This might be something we try to set up every once in a great while. Just to, you know, I guess, give back to the community? Is talking to me giving back? Probably not. It's probably just a detriment. But yes, uh, for lack of topics and having anything better to talk about, I thought it would be fun to just talk to the good people out there, the people who follow us, and to keep this stupid shit show of a train moving, for whatever reason. But yeah, uh, before we get into that, the brass tacks. What am I drinking tonight? Uh, nothing too fancy. I am drinking good old Coors Light. It's the Silver Bullet. It's Old Faithful. It's always there for me. And honestly, anything I have else in the house is super high alcohol. And I haven't slept well. Well, actually, I haven't slept well. It'll probably put me on my ass. But I have work in the morning. I got to do that. So I'll try to be somewhat of a responsible good boy. So instead of two really strong beers, I'll have like eight weak beers. And in my head, that'll be much better. But yes, uh, also on top of that, what have I been playing lately? Whole lot of not that much because I'm still in the throes of uh, moving into the house, of getting everything set up. Contractors coming late tonight. Actually, for the good people in the Discord, uh, boo work boo. I agree. Uh, for the good people in the Discord, this is actually starting a little bit late. So for anyone out there who's not in the midst of doing a shitload of housework, uh, good luck getting anyone to pick up the phone to actually come out and do something. Uh, we have been waiting on someone to come out and do our backsplash in our kitchen for like two months now. And every single person we call, it's like, oh, I got a guy who knows a guy. Give him a call. Give him a call. Never hear back. Rinse and repeat. Uh, actually, getting any kind of contractor is tough right now. And prices are insane. And real life, real life sucks. And that's not interesting. But so right about an hour and a half before I was going to set up, I was going to set up nice and early. I had all these delusions of grandeur that I was going to have this nice professional setup. Everything was going to look great. Everything was going to run smooth. And... He gives us a call about an hour before recording time, the scheduled record time, and he goes, hey, I can come over like right now to do your estimate. And I go, fuck it. Fuck the show. So, yeah, had him come over, and luckily I still had enough time to somewhat set up all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I'm working off two extremely old laptops right now. Anyone who's ever seen, like, my guest spots in any kind of Discord call, like, if you ever saw our guest spots on, like, Not For Human Consumption, uh, Jimmy has this little gimmick where he likes to have his computer crap out on him anytime he turns on his computer or his camera. So I'm using a laptop from like 2011 on the side over here for the video end of it. And I'm using my main one over here for all the audio. So it, it, it's a mess. I'm a mess. I can't even pull off like a 2017 internet blood sports setup with like a Google hangout. 
I'm so bad at this crap, but I'm here. I'm here now. Is it a netbook? No, it is not a netbook, though. That would be badass. Uh, oh, actually, uh, so speaking of the house again and all this stuff the, and the setup, the game room was it's coming. It's starting up. I just uh, put in an order for like six hundred dollars worth of shelving because I'm stupid and I had a desk. I was going to use the desk from the old house and in setting it up, it like all fell apart. Like if you buy anything, it's particle board. I don't even know why I bothered to move it from the old house to here. That was a waste of time and space and effort. So, yeah, I was trying to do that, and kaboom. Can't wait to see it. Yes, Z, actually, it's thanks to you. I'm using your stuff. So, uh, thank you for the recommendation. It'll all pay out in the end. So, all that was falling apart, so that was fun. And then as I started unpacking stuff, tragedy. Tragedy hit the game room. And luckily, it's been, like, three days later. So, I'm, I'm over the coping and deceiving. I can talk about it now without, like, losing my goddamn mind. Uh... Another beautiful thing about contractors besides uh, not picking up the phone is you can't fucking trust them because someone stole my goddamn 3DS. So if you ever saw our my old ass video, I kind of uh, stole G to the Next Level's format for some of his videos called Three Gaming uh, Items I'm Proud to Own. And in that one, I featured my 3DS because that was like the first gift I ever got from my girlfriend, now wife. It was like the first birthday gift. It was a launch 3DS. It was on the Ambassador program because we bought it early when there are no games for it. So one of those rare ones that had the, uh, uh, you know, the Game Boy Advance games they never officially put on there. So it was cool. A cool little knickknack. It was kind of like half broken. The stick didn't work anymore. I had replaced the screen already. It was barely usable, but God damn it, that was mine. And so, like, I'm... Like, I'm not technically on the spectrum, but I am a YouTuber, so if you're going to do any kind of content creation, you have to be, you know, you have to be at least a tiny bit autistic. And my my tism is when it comes to my goddamn setup for my collection, and I, I am so thorough with how I take things out, with how I put it back, with how I open up my boxes, with how I open my boxes. Like, it's getting to the point I'm starting to use butter knives for the uh, ones with flaps, so I don't, like, bend the flaps. Like, I have problems. So... When you take my shit, that sends me into a goddamn rage. So, yeah, that was a rough couple days, but I'm doing better now. I'm kind of over it. It sucks. And the thing that sucks even more is I've had so many people in and out, I can't pinpoint who the fuck it was. So I can't do anything about it either. And I'm a good tipper. So the moral of the story is never tip. That's what the moral of the story comes down to. It'll never work out for you. But... Uh, outside of that, the gaming I have been able to do more F zero 99, more Tetris 99 loser, still a goddamn loser. I even started doing Brian's trick. I did something I would never do. And I took my switch on the toilet with me. I have particles all over it. Now I just chats in a frenzy after hearing tip God. Oh, oh God tips in the chat. Uh, so yes, I took it in there. Farticles all over my beautiful, beautiful Switch. All for naught. I maybe got like an eighth place in Tetris. It's just, it's just, uh, it's not going to happen. It's got to happen at some point. It's got, please, for the love of God, give me something this year. Give me one thing. All I ask is for a little Tetris. But did that. I was doing some F-Zero and I got my ass kicked in that. I'd maybe gotten the 30s if I was lucky. So, yeah, those are all a process. I'd like to sit down and start with a new game soon, but... It's all about the setup and how shit right now and quick hits. But, yep, that uh, sells the brass tax for this week. Uh, Patreon questions I'm not going to do, but I have a good reason. 
And the reason is a lot of them are really one, a lot. There's a couple Halloween themed ones. So of course, Brian would kill me for, you know, not letting him answer Halloween questions. And two, like there are just a lot of ones that are better to go back and forth with people. So uh, fret not. If you didn't get your questions done here, we will do your questions all of them next week on the episode. It might just be a big patron spe- question spectacular. So especially if you don't have any friggin' news, uh, I guess news wise for before we get into the lovely chat over here. Uh, the biggest news, I guess, is that the one we've been talking about for months now, the good old Microsoft, uh, the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The UK is finally giving it like preliminary approval. It's been a fight that's been going on for like four or five months at this point. And yeah, I mean, that was the biggest hurdle really that's in the way. So it's not completely a done deal, but we we shockingly have a lot of lawyers in the Discord. So they're all basically saying, yeah, once it hits this point, it's pretty much done. So one, apparently lawyers love to drink and two lawyers, uh, you know, they can make help me sound like less of a dummy. I won't sound like not a dummy because that's impossible, but I can be less of a dummy. But uh, that was the big one. And of course, the other big news was that Unity sent out this big apology, this big somewhat backtracky kind of statement where they're like, you know, we're going to up the limits for what uh, content creators can use. If you used a free version, we're not going to charge you for it. If you hit any thresholds, actual thresholds are going all the way up there. And yeah, uh, everyone is not buying it. It is scorched earth out there. Anytime Unity uh, posts anything out there, they are just being hammered left and right. Ratios out the ass. Ratio as far as the eye can see. So they are going to need to pull a PR miracle to recover from this. Now, at the end of the day, it's like anything else where if you have the quote unquote best product, people are going to flock to what the best product is. So it might not matter anyway. Uh, But yeah, that is really. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell me, Jimmy. Fuck. Okay. 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 Almost disaster. Number one. Uh, I did not have my OBS going, which is going to be my backup and how I'm going to be recording the fine people in the chat. But thankfully, I had my clean audio going on the microphone. Is the camera going? Camera's going. Okay. Near disaster. Near disaster number one. One of many. So, yeah. Sidetrack. <laughs> Good job, Jimmy. Thank you, Z. So, yes. With all of that out of the way, um, yeah. I say we just get into it. So, let's bring some people into the chat. All right, Crooked. If you are there, I'm going to be bringing you in. In three, two, one. Hello there. Hello, there he is. What's going on? How you doing, man? So for any- um, oh, better, but, you know. So actually, before we get into brass tacks, so uh, well, why do I? This is like the fifth time I've said that. I hate myself. But uh, before we get into it, uh, I actually will. We will be having you on the show, but with all the moving, I can't commit to a fucking guest or locking down anyone for a guest spot. So I've been promising a ton of people they'll be on the show. And it's like, hey, where's the invite? And I go, uh-oh. So, yes, it's a work in progress. I'll be getting that all going soon. But it's good to talk to you, man. What's going on? And before you get into anything, plug away. Yeah, so if you don't know who I am, I'm Crooked. I do stuff. YouTube, two different shows going on. Unscripted, where I do unscripted video games, where I take a completely unscripted look, give it a 1 through 10 rating. And the biggest and best abridged series ever, Mega Man Abridged, that features the voices of me, Colonel Fancy, Kite Man, and the amazing Mellow Dottie. Check that out. Uh, it's all on my YouTube. Crooked does stuff. Other than the plug of myself, man, 
it's nice to finally be here. Um, and, you know, it's perfect timing because I'm sick. I have the same construction issues going on that you have in contractor issues. It's like we're in weird worlds, West Coast, East Coast, best of the best, you know? I know. No matter where you're at, you're just, you're just fucked and houses fall apart on you. And it's wonderful. Now, Crooked, one, one thing I have to say about your channel and a good thing about your abridged series is there's only like a handful of rapists in yours and not like every single person, like other abridged series out there. So it's good to see that there's some quality control for once. You know, I, I try to wrangle it in pretty tight. Um, we, we did have to replace some people after the first episode to keep that balance there. But, uh, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah, exactly. but, it's like running a like for the longest time. I didn't even want to start a discord for the page because all I ever hear is, oh, it's just all grooming and doxing, grooming and doxing. And eventually enough people asked for one. I was like, all righty. So far, we've only had like one person I've had to just like jettison from space dock and just scrub from the earth. But besides that, it's actually been a pretty smooth ride. So we're, we're lucky in that sense, I guess. <laughs> grooming and doxing. It's basically Twitter light. I mean, essentially, it's like Hugbox Twitter. It's all the best and worst parts all thrown into one. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, funny thing that you mentioned earlier about big news. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video game uh, voice actor guild actually authorized a strike today. Did they? No, I did not see that. Yeah, they voted 98% yes. Oh, well, I mean, it's not like there's been some major names in the voice acting field that have been replaced or kicked out or had loads of drama around big releases. So I, I don't see have any reason why they would ever want to strike. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, though, uh, I have to give props to a studio who I don't believe is involved with all the bad news of it. And that's Larian Studios, which made Boulder's Gate 3, which, oh, my God, that's all I've been playing for the last month and a half, which is all day every day Baldur's Gate because Jesus that's a good game how much uh, degeneracy have you put into that um I, I haven't I haven't been that bad uh, I, I'm a bard so you think that I'm you know sleeping with everyone and just being terrible but there's a character named Carlac and anyone who knows once you talk to Carlac it's over she just will take every bit of affection you have and uh, then you, you can't do anything bad because you're like Man, I'd make her upset. I, I can't do that. <laughs> it's true. How So, uh, Drewski is asking a very pointed question. How much bear sex? Um, none. Uh, Liar. Because uh, he died. <laughs> we, we kind of progressed in the story, and uh, our buddy actually sent us a message. He's like, oh, by the way, if you don't do this by this point, he, he kind of just dies. And I'm like... Well, that was uh, that was something we did uh, about three days ago. So I guess he's dead. You killed your fuck bear. Uh, I didn't kill him. The story killed him. You know. Uh, uh, you could have stopped it. You killed your fuck bear. I, I could. I could have stopped it. I just wasn't aware that my fuck bear was going to die. I thought he'd be there when I was ready for him. I was incorrect. Start the file over and do it right. Save two, man. Save two. Um, <laughs> Smart. But for anyone who hasn't played, my God, what a glorious game. Uh, as most people know, you know, I play kind of everything. I think most of us do nowadays. And Baldur's Gate 3 not only skyrocketed up to like the top of my best favorite games of all time list, but... If it doesn't get game of the year, like there will be riots because it, it sets a gold standard, man. 
Yeah, I've I have actually never played a Baldur's Gate game. So ironically, I, I I grew up a Mac boy, so I had like two video games that I could play, and they were oh, all yeah. they were all thanks to Blizzard at the time. They were the only ones who could throw us a bone. Everyone else yeah. was told us to go fuck ourselves. Ironically, uh, when I was moving some stuff out of my old place and uh, storing some stuff with my parents, uh, I came across my discs for Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate Two, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm I'm way too old." <laughs> Yeah, uh, you're like you're like oh, I could have that nostalgia trip, but yeah. Yeah, and I'm well, I can't because what computer has a disk drive nowadays? That is a good point too. Unless you're one of those freaking weirdos. Even I don't have a computer with a disk drive. Yeah, I mean, I could buy like uh, this, you know, side one that's USB powered and all that, but then I'd have to use discs, and ugh, that's like using a blaster in Star Wars. It's unrefined and gross, and just no one does that. See, just because you have a disc drive installed in your body doesn't count. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, moving on. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I actually really like your unscripted series. <laughs> uh, I really like Ew. your unscripted series. So what? as you go through, it's like a genius idea pretty much where you just – you it, it's such an it's not even a cop out i want to say because that's a terrible way to put it but no 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 i will fully admit that it is the most bullshit thing i have ever came up with on any of my channels or anything else i was just like man game reviews do really good and i like playing a lot of different games um it originally started with me wanting to play every nes game in existence which i started on my twitch channel uh, I got to Mega Man and uh, did like the first six games and then started something else. But I was like, yeah, you know, let's kind of bring that back, but with a modern take on video games. So I try to put my bias aside for a lot of the games and I try to approach them from a sense of if I didn't play this game until modern days, it's still worth playing. And I put almost no effort into it, but uh, the response has been amazing. People love this series for some reason, <laughs> and uh, much love to everyone who does watch and likes it. Uh, but yeah, it, it's been fun, and just being able to play games, a lot of them that I've never played before or that I only played as a kid, it's been really eye-opening and... Some of the games that I was like, man, this sucks. Approaching it today, really, really good. Uh, some of the games I loved approaching it today, I'm like, unless you're a fan and grew up with it, this game sucks. So it's it's been very eye-opening. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been seeing that left and right just with our Patreon request. And a lot of games, people are like, oh, I love this game. We should go check it out. Now, at least some of them have cool ideas. Like JD, he's lurking in the chat right now with good old Body Harvest. We just released that. Link will be below to that video. Make sure to check it out. But then some people throw some bullshit like Donkey Kong 64 at me, and I go, why was this ever good? What the hell's wrong with you people? You know, I still owe Drewski a uh, playthrough of Donkey Kong 64. Maybe maybe I'll get an unscripted episode up of that. Uh, but it's been wild, man. So if you asked me a year ago about, like, Maximum Carnage, that, that's a great example from this channel. Uh, I would have said, you know, it's an okay game, but it's really hard. It's too difficult, but it has great music. Because of Unscripted and playing it and taking, you know, that approach of I'm not going to put my bias of love of Spider-Man and everything into it. 
I ended up beating it for the first time. And I've owned this game for almost 30 years. And I finally beat it, and I was just like, holy shit, this is a fantastic game. Um, of course, it's hard, but, oh, it's so good. Isn't that just, like, the best feeling when it's, like, releasing, like, a dump that you've just been waiting on forever? It, it's such a goddamn relief when you're done. Such a sense of accomplishment. It really, really is. And uh, there's there's a lot of games that... You know, you think you have a good, solid set in your mind of what that game is, but you haven't played it in 10, 15, 20 years, and then you play it again, you're like, oh my god, this isn't anything like what I remember it being. Uh, and that's also a very fun and unique uh, experience. And then I, I've done a few series as well, like uh, I just did a whole bunch of Tiny Toons games, and... Man, if there's ever, ever a series that just kills it in almost every single game, it is Tiny Toons. Yeah, they're always basically fun. They don't really, like, overtly miss, like, ever, really. They really don't, and, you know, there's a few that are a little copycatty of each other and stuff, but they're just fun games where you can just sit down, uh, no matter what age you are, really, and just enjoy the game. Um, it, it's really good, and uh, for, like... May, because, you know, May the 4th and Star Wars month and everything, I did Star Wars episodes every single day, and uh, I can't tell you why Star Wars games still exist today, because, oh my god, they're all terrible! Oh my, it's amazing they made it out of that era. It really is. Uh, it's so bad, and... Ironically, after doing all these unscripted episodes, some of the more recent games I've done are now popping up as remasters like Gargoyles. Uh, I did a whole unscripted episode on that, and then like three weeks later, they announced the Gargoyles remaster, and I was just like, thanks for the plug. <laughs> yeah, right? That's awesome. So, Crooked, actually, before I cut you off, um, so what I'm going to do for this episode, I'm going to bring another guy in, talk to him for a couple minutes, and at the end, if you want to hang out, I'll have everybody in at once, and we'll have a big bullshit fest about whatever. Work for you? I may not be here because I may go grab lunch with my amazing wife, but uh, if I am, yeah, I'm I'm in. Uh, what do you got, Crooked? If I don't talk to you a little later, dude, thanks for hopping on. We'll definitely have you on later in the show or you know, at another time. And thanks for having me. Been a blast and uh can't wait for the future. And uh go have more beer. <laughs> oh god, we do have to have you I'm actually shocked you had this much self control and not breaking in all the impressions. I mean, I try, but I also do it on TikTok too, so you know. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, I'll talk to that you propane and propane accessories. Bye. <laughs> See ya. All right, uh, Chris, I'll bring you on next. What's going on, man? Oh, I'm just chilling pretty much, laying down, being lazy, the usual after, you know, after a day of work, shenanigans, pretty much. Oh, God, I wish. Like, every, like today after I got home, I, every day after you uh, basically move, everything just becomes a honey-do list. So I think I hung about, like, five shelves and six pictures and a clock and other shit like that, so... I, I am killing for the day that I can actually sit down and just, oh, oh, Drewski talking about limited run. We'll get to that in a little bit, my friend. But, yeah, I would kill for the time that I could get around to, like, actually sitting down and relaxing. It, it'll be worth it once it's all said and done. It just will. The, just, yeah, it will. Event, you know, it'll happen. It just makes you wish you had, like, three clones to help you out. Oh, to say the least. So all 
all the rotted, uh, what do you call it, uh, studs and all the dead mice that I've been picking up and all the oh. shit that's been falling apart, it'll be worth it eventually. Every day is a blessing. Every day's every new day is better than the one before. That's what I say. Yeah. Positive Jimmy. Positive Jimmy is always around. You, yes, you got to think positive. <laughs> if not, then it's just going to slowly drive you insane. Oh, yeah. And I'm already mostly there. So, I mean, I'm just basically fucked <laughs> at this point. But, so, dude, uh, what do you call it? So, you've been hanging out in the Discord basically since day one. So, I mean, actually, like, you are into socials. Plug away for whatever socials that you have out there. I, you got I have a YouTube. You got that. Yeah, I have Instagram um, at agent underscore Chris underscore 83. I randomly post selfies or me holding a drink or food or I'm not. But like my pro my profile is private because of the fact that I've had so many fucking bots follow me that it's not even funny. So I just I'm like, nope, I put it on private. And when people try to follow me, I just decline it because no, I don't want to deal with that bullshit. Um, I have a YouTube page. I only have two videos on it though. Oh, you do? I didn't have like, a YouTube page. Yeah, I actually I used to. I had another one years ago, but I stupidly deleted all the videos I had on it. <laughs> I made quite a bit of videos on it years ago. It was me singing songs and playing some random games. And, and but this new one, I just have two of them. One of them was actually defending Cheetahman. Defending it. All right. Now I yes. have to hear this. Do you explain? Uh, okay. With all the time and effort that guy put into it, because he basically wanted it to be like the next team and team. He, he had toys made for it and like, you know, like get a comic book series of it. And I think he wanted to do a show at one point, but it obviously didn't go, you know, that far. But like, I think if they would have put all the attention into that game instead of all the other crappy games they had on that multi-cart and a good developer to actually make it, it could have been decent. It wouldn't have been on the TMT level because of the fact that when it was came out in like what ninety one or ninety two something like that, um, the fad was already kind of dying. I guess you'd say, well, not dying, but not as popular as it once was. So I think, in the right hands, that game could have been really good. Good. Now, what kind of game could have been like for the three players? It couldn't have been a brawler because that would have been kind of hard for three-player NES game to be a brawler. So, like, how they would have done would probably be, like, characters select, like, the original Team TNT game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the the three Cheetahmen would have different, you know, stats. Like, the guy with the bow would be fast and agile. The, the big buff guy would be slow but strong. And the third one would just be average. Yeah, as they do. And yeah, yeah, I mean, so. like, any kind of fighting game and stuff like that in the NES is so bare-bones anyway. Except for freaking, like, yeah. TMNT Tournament Fighters, which is, like, a miracle that that works the way it does, but... Did you ever play the, uh... Oh, there was one, like, it was, like, in, like... Oh, fuck, I forgot the name of it. Um, there was one that was Japan-only, but it came out recently on Switch. Oh, Joy Mech Fight, I think was what it's called. Oh, yeah, that's right, that came to online, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you played that one before? No, I actually never did. I heard a lot of people were, like, excited to see that on there. 
And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. I have no idea what the hell this is. So enlighten me. Enlighten a dumb dumb like me. Do you know what it's like? Um, it's oh, what about it? It's like a it's a two D version of like kind of like stick figures fighting, but they're not stick figures. They're more like more animated. It's I can't really explain it. I'd have to like send you a video. Okay. Of it to. So your gameplay footage is it of like it? stick death from like the old uh, Newgrounds days? Oh no 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 not like that. Okay, that so was pretty that cool though. No, that was pretty cool though. That Dude, was those, pretty cool. Those videos my... are life back. I I think I spent like most of my early to mid teens just only on Newgrounds. <laughs> oh, I got a random question for you, but then again, I kind of wish Brian was here. So <laughs> right now, I'm sure different... everyone wishes Brian was here. But yes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> how different do you think okay from your perspective how different do you think your guys' lives would have been if y'all would have been friends at an earlier age like let's just say first grade till now do you think your lives would have been any different or say the same or well, oh I think Brian think? would have been sick of me by now uh, <laughs> I mean he's sick of me enough and he had to carry my ass with long as the rest of my friends do college that was bad enough but I don't know hmm. it's, it's weird because like I was away I mean you get as you grow, you get different, but, like, I was a mm-hmm. lot different of a person than I am now when I was, like, a real young kid because mm-hmm. like, I was, like, su- like, well, I'm still neurotic, but I was, like, super, like, I didn't let a lot of shit slide. I was just, like, I dwelled on basically everything, and I do now, mm-hmm. too, but I guess I internalize it more. But then one day I kind of just, like, lost my mind and just went, I don't care about anything anymore and became the uh, mm-hmm. the laissez-faire cynic that I am now where I just, you know, hate everything and don't care about anything. And then, you know, eventually I met my wife, and so I have a new thing to make me miserable at times. But, you know, there's there's more good that outweighs the bad, obviously, there. But Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, but I think Brian, at that point, I mean, he also probably would have thrown way more lemons at me and shit like that. So I don't even know if we would have been friends in general if we didn't meet when we did. So it's kind of a good thing that y'all weren't, you know, y'all didn't meet, you know, early on, then I guess you would say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like they say, everything kind of works out for a reason. So l- luckily we could meet in college and I could mooch off him for a few years. And now we have <laughs> they have this wonderful YouTube channel of ours. I've been following y'all for like, I think over a decade now on the YouTube page. You've been, I think... you've been around forever. Actually, a lot of the people in chat right now have been some have been in for the long haul. But you have definitely been around for a long time, which we appreciate. I don't know why you're yeah. around. I wouldn't have fucking done it. If I was doing I, this, if I, I was doing this on my own, I would have quit years ago. But another good thing for having Brian around, we kind of uh, keep each other accountable, and it gives us something. Mm-hmm. To do. Oh yeah, and just to you know, just to chill and just BS around. And I think how I found y'all was like through the Mortal Kombat reviews of all things. Ah, my man. Yeah, I. You know what? I mean, that was back in 2012, 2013 ish when we were going through all those. I think that's when we like to say hit our stride, but at least like started to make mm. not crap because mm-hmm. like forcing ourselves to go through all the Mortal Kombat's and all the Simpsons games. Like, mm-hmm. And Brian, to his credit, he was a goddamn madman back then, and he was releasing like two videos a week. Like I don't know how the hell he got around with all the time to do that. Well, before wife and kids. Well, I mean, but. yeah, that that kind of helps. Like not having you know, not being married. Well, wait, what? I'm sure he was dating her at the time, though, right? It just, or was he single? Um, no, he was dating her at the time. We, my wife mm-hmm. and I, actually kind of set them up. So, like, oh, she, he, she had just gotten out of a relationship. 
He had just gotten mm-hmm. out of a relationship, and we're like, mm-hmm. ah, maybe those two can, you know, bang it out and get some frustration out. And then twelve years later, they're still together with two kids. So you know, that's how it all works. Oh, nice. Bye, Z. Uh, so later, yeah. Z. Oh man, there was a beautiful, there was a beautiful argument going on in the chat for a while too about Steam versus physical. We're gonna have to. I think <sighs> we're gonna need another one of these live Discord nights to bring that back too. But, oh man. Um so I, uh Chris, actually, uh thank you for talking. Can you hang around yeah. for a bit? Because I'm gonna bring oh, in Trusky, cool. have my one on one, and then we'll have the yeah. old big open powwow. All right. That works for me, man. All right, awesome. Talk to you in a bit, bro. Drewski, if you are ready, I am bringing you in. Hey, so what's up? Yeah, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh good. I think this is the first time I've been on one of these things. Uh you're I'm not even sure you were uh, you were real. I thought you were a leprechaun or something. You're, wait, you're popping your like uh, podcasting and streaming cherry with me? Yep. Oh, well, we can only go up from here, so good on you. Oh, no, I'm used to disappointment. Ah, man after my heart. Also, I think the only guy I've ever met on Twitter who might be as deranged as I am. And into this, anytime I make any kind of perverted reference, you're like, oh, yeah, I know that. Hey, I did say that Bible Black was the most important thing since the Iliad, right? Uh, I think it's the greatest piece of, is it even fiction at this point? I think it's a documentary at this point. Yep. If anything, it's a way of life. Once Game of Thrones happened, it all kind of snowballed from there. But we can't just forget, we can't forget who walks so we could run, right? (laughs) God damn right. So actually, before we go on, uh, Drewski, where can people find you? Or do you want anyone to find Uh, you? Uh, nowhere. I'm incognito, man. Ah, uh, oh, that's right. You you have it all privatized and all hidden. I'm uh, I'm one of the few uh, fabled lawyers you spoke of in this voice chat. Ah, that is true. So yeah, actually, we have we're gonna be having back to back lawyers in here. So now that I have you, beautiful lawyer boy, I need to hear. So I'll start with your opinion, then I'll get JD in next. But the uh, the big Microsoft and everything going on with that. What what are your thoughts? Do you think this is a done deal? Do you think it's game over at this point? Uh, so here's the issue with that. When when this was still being negotiated, because you know originally the the uh, the CMA or whoever the UK's equivalent of the uh, FTC is originally said, you know, we're not approving this. Since then, uh, Sony has since signed an agreement to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for ten years. So I believe, really, the only detractors from this deal are Google, whose Stadia concept has basically been uh, been killed off for, as its own product and basically uh, sold out, and Amazon, which, you know, their own streaming platform is kind of struggling. And uh, if the CMA is now saying, hey, your, your agreement to sell your cloud streaming rights in Europe to Ubisoft, of all things, is enough to get us to at least get provisional approval... Or they're they're really only the they're 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 the last big domino to really fall here. So, I mean, once it gets approved, they can pretty much um, go through it in October, and that'll be done. Now, what will probably happen is is that they can't expand anymore after this, because if you didn't know, Activision Blizzard is officially the biggest game publisher slash developer that's independently owned in the entire planet. So, once they get Activision Blizzard, they will be the third highest uh, selling publisher of video games behind Sony and Tencent. So I don't think it can really expand anymore after that. Yeah. I mean, up to this point, like, I mean, anyone who's listened to the show, you kind of know that Brian and I were just like, yeah, this makes sense. I mean, Microsoft has been a distant third, the entire console war since they've entered it. So, 
even with, you know, throwing this in there, it's not like they're monopolizing anything, which I hear the monopoly argument and I just keep going. Yeah, but I mean, still, no, they just kind of just made themselves a lot more competitive. But now if, if now they do if anything they more, bought, holy shit. Yeah. If, if they actually managed to buy Nintendo, that would be considered monopolistic because they're essentially buying one of their direct competitors and removing them from the board. Uh, that That's usually more of an issue than, hey, a game console maker is buying a publisher and there's plenty of other big publishers. I mean, look at something like Minecraft, for example. That's an indie publisher and they've, you know, they're popular. You know, Fortnite was made for $5 and it's pretty much taken over the planet still. Yeah, Notch became a Kashmillionaire off that. Mm, so you don't need to be necessarily a big AAA developer to really... You, you need them to sell consoles, but you don't need them to really be relevant, I guess is the point. Yeah, you know what? That does make sense. And honestly, like, I'm a, like, I faffed the Game Pass. Like, I, I still think it's the best service out there for what it does. So, I mean, it's that weird balancing act you're up to now where it's like, are you going to be a... Uh, I don't think they know what they want to be, truly, at this point. Like, they they want to no, buy what, up all these things to be, like, still, like, kind of a force in, like, their own thing. We're also having a system or, you know, a service they're trying to get on everything. I don't know. What do you think they were trying to do? So I think they're trying to do what Amazon did for years and years and years. Um, because if you didn't, uh, if you don't know, um, I don't believe Amazon was profitable until about 2014. So about almost 20 years after it launched, it was still operating at a loss because they just, they had to get more people, which is why they did things like, okay, now we're going to start our own video streaming service and we're going to start, you know, selling video games and movies, at, at, you know, discounts on release date which is why for the longest time you could never find Nintendo products on Amazon. And um, eventually they just got to a point where they choked out pretty much everyone aside from Walmart. And now they're starting to raise prices because they realize like, okay, now we have enough of a user base to where we can basically squeeze everyone else out. I think that's what Microsoft is trying to do with streaming. Hmm. That is an interesting theory. And you might be onto something there. I really I can't argue against it. And actually, anytime I hear about goddamn Amazon right now, quick aside. So Brian and I, a couple weeks ago, we were have we were by his fire pit and us and our wives. And we like to do drunk trivia because our wives are not good at trivia. So one of the questions came up was, what did Amazon start out as? And it goes to my wife and my darling, beautiful wife, the love of my life. We have a box from Amazon every goddamn day, every God damn day. I, I'm shocked she doesn't have an Amazon tattoo at this point. <laughs> Galf. Yep. And her lovely Kensington accent. But thank you. Thank you for reminding me of that. But um, so I'm like, this is in her blood. She has to know everything about it. So the question came up. What did Amazon start as? And she goes, I don't know. And I think that's the closest I've ever come to punching her. And I don't Breaking think. Commits to abuse. I, I think. I think it would have been deserved at that point because she basically should have stock in the company at this point. But that that aside, um, yeah, but that is actually a really good theory. Like, I mean, yeah, eventually just they have the money to be a loss leader and really whatever the hell they want until they basically figure out a way to not be. Yeah, and I mean, they're basically trying – they're doing the spaghetti approach, right? They're going to the wall and seeing what sticks. The, the industry's still not set up to really accommodate a streaming service. You know, all the big AAA games are costing, you know, billions upon billions of dollars. I think they said that, you know, like Grand Theft Auto 6, for example, now costs more than most, like, modern Marvel movies do with all the CGI and 
actors they bring in. So and it's been in development for close to a decade at this point in some form or fashion, I believe. Yeah, I do believe that sounds about right. So, <clears throat> so yes, if you can't tell by the fact that I speak very eloquently, I'm from the fine southern state of Florida. Uh, Probably the only the only one that's not on meth. I like to drink though. Um, for now, let's put it for now on that. I th- I think you're due. Uh, I enjoy keeping my teeth. Thank you. But I mean, really, what are teeth? You can you can always buy new teeth. You can't. That is true. You, you can't buy never driving meth, but you can always buy new teeth. Right. And honestly, like you're a lawyer, you need the energy to stay up for like days on end <laughs> to do all your background studying. I think it would really be a business investment. You could do it as a tax write off. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'll keep that in mind. See, always listen to Jimmy. Good advice, Jimmy. That's what half of this show is going to be. Yeah. Well, I always trust the man who can help unclog my toilet. Uh, always. No. <laughs> so I do work in that business. Well, actually, I can unclog a toilet, but don't ask for anything more than that. I can tell you who to call and what to do, but the real work, ew, icky. I'm, a, uh, I'm also a very late. I'm a lazy man. I'm a master of delegation. Oh yeah, that. that I mean, that's why I was uh, going back to your earlier statement. Uh, that's why I was, you know, a member of the team Steam, kind of like, you know, one di- digital games are always going to be on sale. Physical copies are kind of on the way out you know you've you've got all the big console makers are pushing you know all digital con- systems and you know pcs haven't had a disk drive since you know 2004 so really what, what's going to happen in the next you know five or ten years probably yeah exactly who knows what the future is going to be at this point i still think cloud streaming is not going to be you know the big thing that everyone thinks it is because uh Unfortunately, the console makers don't own the internet service providers, and they're going to be huge dicks about it. But oh yeah, it's going to be it's uh, that. I mean, there's a lot of arguments out there where internet kind of is a utility at this point, and it should be considered as such. And well, I, it, it was when Obama was president, and then uh, he kind of rolled that back a couple years later, or at least he 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 pushed to have the uh, the internet considered a public utility. Yeah, you know what? And I mean, that does make sense. It, it's so you know ubiquitous now in a first world country that. Like you can't do anything without it at this point, unless you live yeah, like fully, I mean, unless you live fully off the grid. Like you need to have it in some goddamn form. I mean, how else are we gonna watch Hentai? How else? <sighs> that is true. You don't I find you don't find Hentai in the woods like a Playboy. You have to actually really search for it. I, I really I can't read Japanese, man. I need the subs. Look, the only Japanese I can read is all the squiggles that beats me in Tetris ninety nine. That's about the only thing I have from that. No, I, I, it's the equivalent of I read Playboy for the articles, right? That, that's the <laughs> internet equivalent of it. Can't even read that for the articles anymore. It's all bullshit. I, I watch, I watch hentai for the storyline. Sex is just a bonus. I watch hentai for the platform, Craig. Uh, you know what? I mean, we we start going back to Bible Black. Is, is we coming full circle on this segment here? No, I just I like to remind everyone it exists. You want to talk a story that builds upon itself? Oh man, but that that might have to be a story for another day. So many twists and turns. <laughs> to say the least. But, all right, Drewski, uh, thank you for hopping on, man. If you want to hop back on for the big powwow at the end, definitely stick around. But it was actually good talking to you finally, dude. Yeah, sure. Uh, good talking to you. Yep. Maybe I could be a guest on your show at one point when you finally finish uh, having your contractors root through all your valuables and steal anything that has any sentimental or 
monetary value attached to it. Yeah, I think I'll bring every start bringing everyone back on when I have like absolutely nothing left. So all I have left in my life will be the the, the companionship of my online friends. Just remember, your real 3ds is the friends you made along the way. Ah, that is but true. only on Discord. <laughs> the real Bible Black is the. All right, I'm not even gonna go there. All right, talk to you in a few, Drewski. All right, see you. <laughs> Thanks, bud. All right, next up, JD, if you're around, I will be sending you the thingy to hop on. Three, two, one, button push. Oh, yo, dude, what's going on? I just had to talk to the guy that played Body Harvest and did a full review. I couldn't let the opportunity to actually talk to someone that did a review of that game. Um, so I, I, I had to raise my hand. And I will gladly talk to the man who forced me to play that game. So, uh, actually, before we get into anything, JD, do you have anything to plug, my friend? No, I'm similar to Drew. Um, I think that's why I also raised my hand because I thought it was kind of funny that two lawyers um, that are on this server uh, are, uh, are such big fans of y'all's. Um, but no, I'm just a private attorney. Um, I own uh, a, a few things around town um, where I live, Savannah, Georgia. And uh, I basically practice law part-time and like to spend my free time with my family and play video games and uh, occasionally listen to you and Brian. Ah, and actually, JD over here, the beautiful bastard, he's like the king of the Patreon right now. He's the Patreon champion, so I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to suck it up to him for especially a little bit through the rest of this episode. But seriously, dude, thank you for all the support. And I mean, just thank you in general for everyone who actually listens to this goddamn shit. I don't know why anyone <laughs> does, but uh, yeah. So obviously the first question, how did you enjoy the review? Was it worth it? Was it worth the wait? Yeah, I, I didn't um, feel like it was something that I should ask if how far away you were, because uh, I knew that you were moving and, um, I knew that the game was kind of a bear, especially with uh, the save points. Uh, and I remember thinking that when I was playing that game, I was like, holy motherfucker, am I, I did not just do all of that to have to go back that far. Um, Dude, that was, yeah, so I knew biggest, it was a frustrating game. The biggest nightmare with that goddamn game was the save system. Yeah, you know, it's what, it's, it's, I think that that game, um, really gave them lessons. I really feel like, okay, what did we do wrong in Body Harvest that we could do right on a bigger scale with the, with the, you know, with uh, better hardware and less limitations than the, the Nintendo 64, which was a very limited device, I guess, in hindsight for this, for a project like that. Oh yeah. To say the least, like you want to talk about a goddamn ambitious game, like, to put that on a, I mean, like the te N64 technically is more powerful than the PlayStation, but hoo, 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 cartridges, we don't have any memory. So for them to try yeah. and do what they did, it's just like, it's impressive that they pulled off what they did. And I'm actually like, I'm glad you brought it up, like how much they had to learn from it. Because one thing I've seen since putting out that review and like having people talk about it is there's some people who are like, I don't see any of GTA in this. I see more like Ocarina of Time. And there's other people who are like, oh, I definitely see where GTA was coming from in certain things. So it's kind of cool to see, like, all this shit that they were just throwing at the wall, and I'm sure the Nintendo meddling didn't help there. But, like, basically, it's almost like you get out of it what you put into it, and you can kind of see, like, all the influences and where, like, everything came after from that game. Yeah, like, vehicles that control like shit. Yeah, vehicles that control <laughs> like shit, aiming that controls like shit. 
running around that kind of controls like shit. It it's weird. Like you you see all the comparisons to everything bad about the games, but it kind of want to be GTA without it, really. Yeah, so I, I was super thrilled um, that you guys even did the review when you did it because I was really thinking, I was like, man, this might be like a two-year project. So whatever, you know, I'm just going to see what these guys say about it. Oh, no, I got to give I gotta give uh, Brian credit there. He was a lifesaver on this one because, you, you know what? He, he is a stubborn boy, but when he gets stubborn about the right things, he will plow his way through it to get it done. Any, yeah. one, lucky, lucky me, I, I had to move, so I had the excuse to not have to like try and do it. Again, dude, I died so many fucking times just trying to get into a goddamn boat. How are you a super soldier from the future and you can't fucking swim and you have to be yeah, like and, pixel and, you know, perfect to do it? Attention, yeah, you lose, you know, you'll, the, the town folk will all die off, kind of like in um, Superman Returns where you kind of have that, that town meter of people that when some people die, just that's fucking game over. So, I mean, really, it comes down to are do Europeans just hate water? Is that why they're so stinky? Because in every goddamn game that DMA or Rockstar puts out, like you can't swim and you like instantly die almost the second you hit. Yeah, water. that was another thing that really struck me. Um, that kind of like that felt the same. Like in GTA Three, water instant death, or or even GTA Vice City, instant death. Yeah, it's like I don't know if they just hate the idea of water or if they're like, you know what? I don't feel like even remotely trying to program this kind of physics. Fuck this. You go in there, you're dead. Oh, that's 100% what it was. I have zero doubt that the engineers were like, no, fuck it. Dude, have you ever played, like, any of the old, like, platformers from any of the European companies? Like, old Factor 5 shit like Turrican or anything by, like, Ocean Software? Like, drips of water will just take away half your goddamn life. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten misfortune of playing some Ocean stuff. Um, I think they did the RoboCops. I think you're right. Sure. Yeah, I think yeah, it was like them, it, and at the very least, USA Gold. Like they went t- turns back and forth. I, like one was the developer and one was the publisher. I forget which was which, but yeah, they would be putting all those goddamn things out. It, there was so much trash back then. Um, God, uh, so whoever it was earlier, I think uh, Carl Fancy said he played, tried to play every NES game. I, I can't really fathom that because there's so many dark shit games that are i mean you'd have to youtube how to beat some of them because i mean the way you beat games back in the day when i was uh, a kid was talking to your friends um at school oh yeah talking you know, to your friends and just cheat codes there's so many games as a kid i would have yeah. never been without a cheat code yeah 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 and that's that was 90 percent of it too you know getting getting the codes that's get you through that hard level or whatever and finish the game Especially before the rental was due back. Oh, d- dude, fucking like I would, I I couldn't didn't even have that. So luckily, I w- I was a good little boy, and I I would get a game, I would get a used game for under a certain amount of money if I had a good report card. So I don't think yeah. I had like a blockbuster membership until I was maybe ten or twelve years old. And I was like, oh, this is awesome, dude. I had it for like two fucking months. Like we we had it and then we we missed a return window by like three minutes. Like it was like nothing, three goddamn minutes. And my dad was a cop, so uh, they were like, "Oh, sorry," and you know, full late fee. And he's like, "What do you mean full late fee?" Uh, you know, and they went, uh, "You're late, full late fee." And so he's going back and forth for like ten minutes because you know we're three minutes late, and they're just being dickheads about it. 
I've never seen a man before rip through a laminated card with a dull car key. But goddamn, <laughs> did he not do that in the parking lot of that fucking place? That like all the cop uh-huh. rage in the world was just manifested through there. Oh man! And at the I time, I was like, "Man, he's pretty mad." Yeah, right. Like at the time, I was like, "Man, he's pretty mad." But looking at it, like thinking about it now, I'm like, "Holy shit, he probably could have easily killed someone at that point." Oh, you know, um, I don't think my kids ever going to understand what it was like to to walk into a blockbusters on a Friday night. Um, probably not many good games left, uh, but that was kind of the fun of it. Um, but man, there was nothing better than, um, walking in there wondering what's going to be on that shelf. Oh yeah. Just like going through there and be like, there was just so much, like all the good shit was always picked through. So you're just being going through like so many random titles that you have never given us. Basically anything that was left was anything in a Toys R Us that you would see a thousand times and walk past and never pick up. But when you go to these stores, that's all you had. So you eventually wound up picking up a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, back then it was, there were so uh, many fewer developers and the teams were so much smaller and the projects were so much smaller in scale and, um, and, uh, and audience and general demand in the public. Uh, it kind of ties into like, you know, why I think that all of these mergers are probably going to be allowed. Um, and Drew mentioned it, that he thinks it's going to go through. And I agree with him that it, that that approval is going to go through with the CMA. Um, and, but I think one thing that maybe Drew didn't talk about that I've, that I've kind of noticed is, um, the FTC here in the U S is a little bit more pro you know, what is happening to the consumer price of video games. And really when you compare it, like from my lifetime, the, the price of video games when indexing for inflation is, is actually significantly less, even for AAA games. Really? Um, oh, oh my God! Yeah, I mean, if you looked at uh, adjusted for inflation, what a seventy dollar cart, which was a lot of carts back in the nineties, uh, easily one hundred and thirty plus. Yeah, I see it in the comments there, easily. Oh wow! So, like, Fantastic. when you think about, like, I just picked up stupidly bought an Xbox uh, just so I could play Starfield. I spent, I think, sixty bucks on the game. Uh, I call it um, investment in the future. That's basically you have a fancy Game Pass machine, unless you already had a good computer. Then I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm. You know, even though I'm not really rooting for Microsoft or any other big big boys, um, I still am kind of excited about Game Pass because I'm not satisfied with Sony's foray. It's been, eh, you know, I do it. I, I, I just, you know, I finished. I think one of the best games I got off there was Days Gone, um, which was still pretty monotonous. It's just not a good value. The PlayStation um, service right now doesn't compare to Game Pass. It's a, yeah. Now, so. that, now that you bring that up, like, so God, I, I promise one of these weeks I'll stop bringing up this fucking move. But I've had all my consoles that haven't been stolen. Uh, they are in boxes in another section. So I've had my PS5 boxed up for like I don't know four months at this point, and I don't yeah. feel like I've been missing out on anything at all. Yeah. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm just like, I don't see any releases. That I'm like, ooh, this is the thing I got to get. I got to get my money's worth out of my PS5 with this one. I'm just kind of like, eh, I can get to that eventually, I guess. Like, I want to play Mortal Kombat, but I'm not going to pay full price for a Mortal Kombat game. I can wait, like, five, three months for it to be half off. 
Oh, I'm definitely waiting for that for MK1. Oh, zero doubt about that. Um, yeah, so I I think that uh, these these mergers, Microsoft picking up Activision Blizzard is not. I mean, I think what we've seen from the consolidation of some of these um, developers is that it's not realized into harm to the consumers in the sense that prices are significantly higher. And that's what the FTC is going to look at. Mm. Now, CMA is a little bit different. CMA and Europe, um, when they are looking at monopolistic behavior, their, their approach is looking at more at market share and the ability to dominate the market as opposed to actual consumer harm. Ah. So... Yeah, I mean, it's a small distinction, but it, it usually parlays into these types of scenarios where FTC might clear an acquisition, whereas the CMA may uh, put the brakes on it. And and that's exactly what's happened with Microsoft. Ah, so the FTC pretends to care about the little guy, where the CMA definitely doesn't care about the little guy. They just care the about opposite. it. Actually, I think CMA cares more about it because they, they care more about the opportunity for the monopoly to, to develop hey. as a C is looking at it like what is what can we look at with economic modeling that what's going to happen to the, the average price or the median or however you want to characterize what you're trying to protect which is uh you know the price point of video games um you know what, what is the price to consume video games and if the FTC looks at it and says that this acquisition is not going to may actually um uh, provide, uh, you know, integration within the company. And then that could actually decrease the cost to produce and develop video games with integration. And that could be a good thing for the consumer. Oh. So I, they, I think the FTC is, is looking at it differently than the CMA. Hmm. I'll be damned. No, that's actually really good to know. I don't think that's a angle that Brian or I would have ever thought about to come out with it at this point. So, yeah, for all the good and bad that comes with these acquisitions, you know, it's like the intent of these things to be like, whoa, 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 focus. Like, let's put some brakes on this for a little bit and explain yourself, basically. Yeah, because they're they're are they're just different. They're different priorities between the two institutions. Hmm, that's very cool. Yeah, they're 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 looking at it like in Europe. When I say they, uh, Europe, they're thinking what's going to happen. Uh, what could happen to the consumer if they get this much leverage in the market? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's the point where it's like, you know, they could easily they could easily be cornholed in the end because, you know, now if they do become a quote-unquote monopoly, you know, what's to stop them from fucking you over? So, no, nah, that's a really good way right, to go about right. it. Right, right. It's deferral of profit realization, but it's not – some people think it's the mythical unicorn, the idea of – intentionally hurting your company and taking losses to prevent competition. Um, I guess it's debatable whether that exists, but I do know that it's, you know, not, it's when all said and done, you know, this CMA is going to approve it based on the language I've heard. And I don't, I just based on what's happened so far with not having huge increases in pricing of video games, I, I don't see it down the road changing. I think the acquisition is going to go through. No, oh. yeah, I mean, I'm like from the from the dummy not legal side. I'm like, oh well, we're at this point. Like, it's pretty got to go through. But it's cool to hear like multiple lawyers be like, yeah, it's probably going to go through at this point. Yeah, the old saying in our legal field is uh, temporary becomes permanent. 
And you know what? Drewski mentioned that before too in the thing. So I guess yeah. that's like that's like one of those unsung roles basically that like the entire way around it's uh you know Yeah, that's if you go to if you go to a divorce hearing, people are fighting like cats and dogs at a temporary hearing. You might, you know, someone from the public might think, well it's just it's just temporary hearing. No, no, it's fucking everything. Um, because whatever is going to be in that temporary hearing is what's going to be in that final order. Mm, no so if it gets provisional approval by the FTC or, you know, the DOJ says we're not going to, um, we're not going to file to enjoin a merger uh, or an acquisition, then, you know, that's, it's not going to check. It's not going to change later. Yeah. I mean, really, why would it? That'd be so much goddamn work to try and prove it at the very least. Oh, 100%. And, and the DOJ loses these cases sometimes. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. No, that's awesome to know. So on that note, uh, I'm going to open it up basically to everyone. We can have a big group uh, session for a little bit before we wrap up this episode. So anyone in the chat, send in those requests to talk and we'll get everybody in here. All right, uh, so uh, this is going to be the end section of the podcast. I have no fucking plans for it. I barely plan for anything with this. But, I mean, thank you to all you guys here, to all the speakers, because, you know, you carried me through this fucking episode, so thank you so much. And, yeah, uh, floor is yours. What the hell do we want to talk about? Thank you for giving me a full hour worth of ASMR, guys. I just want to bring up the whole Game Pass versus PlayStation thing. Um, I'm a former PlayStation employee. (laughs) And uh, as Jim knows, Drewski knows, I'm a PlayStation fan. Their decision to raise the price on PlayStation Plus while literally filling PlayStation Now with the crappiest little third-party games that don't matter at all, that aren't fun at all, and like games that people have owned on PlayStation for over 20 years now, I have no freaking clue what they're doing because it is the stupidest thing I've ever seen Sony do. Well, what made it decision even more hilarious was that Starfield was coming out like a week after they announced this. And yeah, Bethesda games are basically the equivalent of like comfort food. It's mac and cheese. It'll taste good. You'll enjoy it, but it's going to clog your arteries up and you won't be able to ship for a week. I, I can understand Sony coming out, raising the price if it was like they had five, six, seven new games on the horizon that were announced what the hell are they even coming out with? I don't, I don't know what the next big PlayStation game is after Spider-Man 2, and uh, I guess Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, the thing about Wolverine is they, they've been talking about that for two years. Have we seen anything inside just one small teaser trailer? Not no, but that's that's pretty on par for Insomniac, to be fair. Wolverine? True. No, Insomniac, the way that they usually do things is uh, until the game is almost complete, you will not hear a peep from them. Like Spider-Man 2, the first thing we saw of Spider-Man 2 was uh, at not E3, and they were like, oh yeah, by the way, it comes out in October. So yeah, that's, I, I, that's on par. I think Tony Todd was like, oh yeah, we're working on this. And they're like, wait, what the what role are you even, what role do you even have? And he's like, oh, I'm Batman. Everyone's just like fucking shit themselves. But, my God, Sony is doing the stupidest decisions they can to the point of, I, as a Sony fan that loves Sony, that worked at PlayStation, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, it's, I'm kind of glad to see there are actually Sony fans that are calling out their BS. 
because of all the crap I see on Twitter that I of them going up against me as an Xbox person and some of the lies they spread about how like how Xbox has no games and all that other bullshit. It's good to have someone who actually speaks on both sides. I commend you for that. So, so I mean, here, here, here's the problem Microsoft has, though, is they have the same problem Nintendo did until about 2017 or 18 or whenever the, whenever the 3DS stopped getting games, is they now need to support two platforms. And the whole thing of Game Pass is play your game anywhere. It doesn't really work if you tie it to one system, right? I'm an old school Microsoft Windows gamer, and um, you know I, I'm very hesitant towards anything with Xbox and acquisitions, solely because I've seen Microsoft pick up studios, literally kneecap them, and then go, "Oh, hey, look, they're not performing," and then they're gone, they're done. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's always a thing. And the thing about Game Pass is, is yeah, it's a great value for a consumer that doesn't necessarily play video games and wants to get into it, but the quality of PlayStation first-party games versus the quality of Microsoft first-party games, there, there's still a sea of difference between them. Like There is. However, I had, PlayStation I had has nothing fun. coming. I had more fun playing Astro's Playroom than I did playing Hi-Fi Rush, for example. Dude, it's like so good. Astro's Playroom was a fucking delight. Even though it, Ryan oh, it, it is an absolute love letter to PlayStation fans. I legitimately cried when I played the level where at the end you turn on the PlayStation 1 and it plays the entire intro screen. I was just like, like it was something I wasn't expecting. And, you know, I immediately relived so many memories from being a kid playing a PlayStation that it was beautiful. But, yeah, Sony kills Microsoft for first-party games. The problem is... Uh, they blew their load. They have Horizon Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Spider-Man 2, Wolverine, like I mentioned, and... Uh, um, although I do, think it, I do think it's funny that, you know, Sony ends up buying Bungie, who, as you know, is the original developer of Halo, and so Microsoft responds by buying the current owners of Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon, i.e. the two franchises that put Sony in the map back, on, back in 95. I will say one thing, Marathon is either going to make or break Bungie because uh, very ambitious what they want to do because it has the potential to be as game-changing as League of Legends was for MOBAs. That being said, you're going to have to get people interested, Sony, in uh, showing us one little trailer of a game that no one, unless you were a Halo fan way back in the day, is going to know about. Dude, Halo fans much. don't know Marathon. The only people who know Marathon are like gamers for like our age, and even us barely do it. Like mm-hmm. that was like the big like first person shooter on Mac. Like uh, yeah, and I remember when Halo first dropped, they were like, "Oh yeah, it's a spiritual successor to Marathon," and people were like, "What the fuck is Marathon?" <laughs> so well, if we're talking about the whole uh, Marathon thing, the biggest casualty of it all right now is Destiny Two because a lot of people are losing interest in that game. Yeah, but still come out with new content, but people are not that are losing interest in it. And so, now, like, 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 or I'm sorry, say sorry, I'm sorry. Bungie is about to put all their eggs on Marathon, and they're like leaving all the Destiny players behind. How's that kind I, of feel for those who uh, who build on that? I know a lot of friends who played Destiny too. I I was not a big fan of the game myself, but I know there's those who actually. They're like me when it comes to like Fallout. They live the lore, they eat and breathe it, and now they're like, "What's next, Bungie? What are you gonna get?" Bungie, 
Bungie also gave a massive fuck you to every single Destiny 2 player by getting rid of a bunch of content just because they're like, oh yeah, we feel like our players are too strong, blah blah blah, we're just axing all this content, and uh, yeah, every yeah, Destiny 2 real. player I knew quit at that point. They were like, nope, done, never playing another Bungie game again. Right. It, it, it's funny how Activision owned Bungie at one point, and then everyone's like, oh, if Bungie's going independent, Destiny 2 will be better, and they're just like, we have a bunch of ways to make it worse. Nope. I alpha tested Bun- or, uh, Destiny, and uh, it was basically... Halo with Borderlands style progression, which worked out really, really well. Then the beta came out, and I was like, "What the fuck did you guys do?" <laughs> and then the actual game came out, and it was they, uh, Destiny. They sound go sixed it basically. A hundred percent. Yeah, if you if you didn't know, uh, Sonic 06 had a demo at one point that actually controlled well and had like a good camera and everything. And then when they shipped it. Who oh. boy? God damn it! That is not you what like, Sonic does. They couldn't let that happen. The only thing I remember about Sonic oh. Six, the only thing I remember about it is I was at E3, and I, all I remember seeing was the uh, PlayStation Three kiosk for Sonic Six, and it had a blue screen of death. <laughs> they didn't bother. They didn't bother fixing it. It was like you know what? Fuck it. This game's gonna bomb. Just leave it as is. That's called Golf collapse. You know, I, I just have to give props to uh, Bandai Namco because, uh, I mean, they make a ton of anime games and a lot of them are co- cookie cutter, but they listen to fan feedback. They support their games for ages. And honestly, they're a really impressive studio nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Xenoverse 2 is still getting content. That game's been out since like the Reagan administration. It's really surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, going back to the FTC thing for a minute, they're actually suing Amazon. They just announced this today. Doing what? That's new. Yep. For what? Yeah, yeah they're, they're claiming they're anti-consumer and they're using their position in the market to basically uh, squeeze out sellers on their platform. And Oh, you think? Yeah. So you know how when you search for things on Amazon, the top result always usually an Amazon-branded suitcase or whatever? Right. It's made out of plywood mm-hmm. and basil wood. Yeah, they're they're going. They're, the FTC is basically saying this is bullshit. You're basically, I, it's a known secret that you know Amazon would basically study. Hey, what's the top selling product in the in this particular you know stratum, right? Then they get a bunch of user, they get a bunch of customer data, and then basically say like, okay, let's basically just steal their design and tweak it enough so that we don't get sued. And then they'll sell it for like you know a fraction of the cost, and that's how they pick things up. Well, it's like how Google ruined the all the way. internet with like. Oops, sorry, Cricket. But I was just gonna say it's like how Google ruined all the internet with like SEO optimization to appease Google. So right. it's the American way. Which it, it's yeah. Google's a funny company because like Microsoft, they also kill everything. And how? <laughs> how many uh, how many different products does Google absolutely spend a bunch of money on? Said it would change the world and nuked it within like a year. Uh, there's literally a website, uh, website called Killed, Killed by Google, and I think last I checked, there were like 60 different products on it. Remember Stadia? <laughs> yeah, Stadia, Google Plus, Google Wave, Google Glass, which I, which I knew some people had, but didn't even use it that much. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought you were about to say you had one. I was like, motherfucker, you better wear that for the next too many games. They're also pseudo-killing Gmail with their stupid policy they just enacted a month ago. Yeah, Jim, if I find my one friend at uh, MagFest who uh, had Google Glass, I'll ask him to meet up with you at Too Many Games. Yes. Uh, Google Fiber is pretty much dead, and that was supposed to revolutionize the internet. 
Oh yeah, forget about fiber. Well, Jim, if that guy does show up, I'll consider that Vectrex for you. Yes. You owe me. And thank you for saying yes there. Slash S. Why are you looking for one, Jim? I thought you didn't trust uh, British electronics. I don't. I do hate them, but goddamn, is it cool. I'm a sucker for vector graphics. Are, are you sure you don't want a ZX Spectrum, as they call it? <laughs> thank you for saying it the right way. <laughs> well, my family my family's from Canada, so I have to say it that way. Nah, fuck them. <laughs> you make them say Z and you make them do it right. I'm American and I call it ZX. Fuck you. I call I called it Dragon Ball Z for years as a joke, and everyone called me a fucking idiot. I mean, really, for all the reasons people could have to do that for you, Drewski, that's like the least offending reason. But you know what? I respect it. I might actually start doing that just to confuse people. It was easier for me to use the term Z because where I worked, I had to read all these serial numbers off on a radio. And every time I tried to say C or Z, it, was, it sounded like the letter C as in Charlie. So that's why I started using the Z thing, and it kind of stuck. Look, if someone makes a good game for the ZX Spectrum, then I might give it the right name. But until then, it's Z. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to next just now. <laughs> I'll stick with my Converse 64. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I actually, one one of these days I would love to. I I do regret not buying that whole setup, but back in the day. But there'll be another thing I'll, in the pile of shit that I never touch. I'll still give you shit to that this very day. I, I earn it. I, I deserve that. I'll give you that. You like so much old, broken shit, I'm surprised you don't have a Steel Battalion set up. Oh, Ooh. I would love to have a Steel Battalion set up. <laughs> I'd rather that the uh, first Steel Battalion I had. I had the first, one to fucking there was a game shop uh, in Reno called Game Force. They've since closed, but uh, the owner had something called the Ultimate Game Room where you could spend $5 per hour and you could play whatever game he had. Uh, he had the entire Steel Battalion set up. He set it up for me one time. It took him like 45 minutes to do it, and I started playing it. And I was like, what the fuck? How do I play this? And he goes, oh, yeah, you'll probably need the manual. And he drops it in front of me, and I was like... What the hell is this thing? Like, you need a college degree to play Steel Battalion with the controller. I'm just saying. Dude, that thing had to be so, a like the first minute. So, side question: How much pussy did this guy get? All, all of it. Um, he he called himself the game guy, and he had competitions for uh, WWE games where he would like have a belt that he would give people, and they'd have to come in and get like challenged for it and stuff. So, um, I mean, that dude fucked. <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess. Was it uh, WWE No Mercy? Yeah, because you could actually pick which one you wanted to play. But oh. uh, man. He he got way, way into it. All right. So actually, guys, I need to cut you off real quick. So, Todd, real quick, uh, plug your stuff because you just started streaming again on your page. You have your Twitter and all that. And good old Max is joining on the fun. So we'll get him talking, too. So, Todd, you go. Right, first. Sounds good. Uh, Twitter is just basically at GamerGeeksTodd. Uh, YouTube is um, YouTube slash uh, Snark15. I just started getting back into streaming. Uh, I've been doing it once in a while. Uh my most recent stream, if I remember correctly, was for Mortal Kombat 1, the story mode. I remember you getting on there. Thanks for uh, helping plug that, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm hoping to get back on there and do some more competitive fighting, especially I know this is going to be with Nerdy Nick in a, in a bit for his stream to fight him in Mortal Kombat 1. I want to get onto that. I want to get into Tekken 8 when it comes out. Yeah, um, check out the N-Squared podcast. I, whoop, whoop. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. Todd's the freaking moderator of the stars. You moderate for Nick, us, uh, Console Wars, yeah. a whole bunch of people. Yeah, actually, I don't mod for Console Wars. Oh, really? I thought you did. Let's see. It's you, um, N Square Podcast, Cocktails and Consoles. That's probably the one you're thinking of. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else. There's a one football streamer. I do this guy's name is JC, and I'm off with my ex girlfriend, Misha Mayhem, but that's about it. Nice. And uh, Ma- uh, our good buddy, Max Marvel, he just joined in on the call. Max, how you doing, man? Well, well Brian, I'm just. Uh, Brian! I was Brian! Plain uh, <laughs> words. I Sir! Feel, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was having a lazy day because I just got finished my work, and oh. uh, I was about to having a, a, a going to bed. But I, I'm gonna even the focus which one is Brian and Jim. <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll let it go because actually, uh, okay. Max over here, beautiful man. He's the guy who actually like set up our Reddit for us, which I don't plug nearly enough, and I almost never use, and I feel uh-huh. terrible about it, but. The beautiful bastard, like, put all the bells and whistles in there. Like, anything we post will auto go over there. So, for anyone out there who's, you know, a Redditor or into Reddit, go follow the Reddit and maybe actually get it some traction so I can start using it and sneak our way onto the front page. God knows I need it. You don't no, want to be on no. Reddit. You no, know, I don't I didn't know there was Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know there was a Reddit. I mean, I'm usually not a Reddit person to begin with. You know, so, I don't no, really yeah. usually use that. Uh, now, go ahead. No, no, go. I'm good. Oh, you know, I don't usually use Reddit uh, for a while because I feel like the places feel a bit toxic for me. Because when I try having conversation with someone, let's say uh, Fallout Four and uh, as Skyrim, everyone has to be like very freaking toxic. Like for example, if I want to ask, uh, let's say, um, if I want to customize my armor and some they can be sent me at decks in the comic section i was like um i don't <laughs> i don't require a a a a, a, a boss but okay you go right ahead and i stopped using uh that website because i don't feel like i have feel comfortable come communicating with these people i usually have to go back and forward posting the context for the boys and jim and sometimes i will have to link the uh, like switch for Brian whenever he's on a live, mm-hmm. and sometimes, uh, uh, excuse my question, and sometimes I don't feel comfortable having to communicate with these people from uh, uh, from retreated. So that's why I have to take a break from these people because you never know what are the you know, they are good people uh, around the retreat. So that's why I have to take a break from them. No, Reddit is terrible. I, I There's no one good there. It's hard to see that. It's hard to see and, that on any of these sources, um, not whether it be Reddit, Twitter, Facebook. I mean, that's what I refer to as the veil of anonymity. They hide behind that, and they think they can act like real tough shits when they're actually pussies in real life. I've dealt with yeah. my entire life, and I've, I mean, I can see how they are. If you meet them in real life, they'd probably run from trying to their mommies afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I want to make someone miserable yeah. in real life. I just agree to pay them five dollars a month on Patreon and have them buy a copy of Shadow of the Hedgehog three times. <laughs> <laughs> How about we buy marble copies of Donkey Kong sixty four too? You shut your horn. I have a copy. I can send him. I case the thing. The the only main reason I created the subreddit for Brian and Jen was because I want to get the attention for some stranger so they could able to. Go over to the channel and subscribe. I wasn't 
attempt to create a subreddit. I was like, when uh, when the when the website started relevant, I was like, you know, why not? I have to go bait uh, bait it, so I could get I could link them to the the the, the accounts like uh, Sprite, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, etc., etc., etc. And and results I have the files for now are like nine members, which is it's not bad, but I'm, at least I'm glad that people are still. Uh, still on a subreddit. I don't know. I don't usually wanted to do it, but I have to keep go back for uh, posting those, those stuff just for the the the, the my, my good boys in front of the jam. Oh, I mean, I appreciate it either way. Like, trust me, there's no there's no pressure to do that at all. Like, you don't have to worry about that. Okay. But I mean, do I do I really need some editors sneaking in here and giving me their opinions? I mean. No. That'd, be, that'd be fun. No, no, you don't. <laughs> but I, but I am a whore, and I could definitely use the attention. So I will not turn that down either. No, just wait till Jim finds out the porn's on Reddit. Not a whore, a man whore. Actually, there's, there's less porn the on Reddit. Reddit banned, Reddit banned a bunch of porn subreddits because they were unmoderated. Jesus. <laughs> now there's nothing. I mean, in there. this is all bullshit. They're ruining the internet for me. Everything no, most, most Reddit forums devolve into no, you're an idiot because you can't read, and they're like, dude, you didn't read, and then it just goes on back and forth for like <laughs> literally like a whole chain. The Reddit fans are Dragon Ball fans, pretty much because Dragon Ball fans can't read. No, no, it's <laughs> Dragon Ball fans haven't watched the show, that's the joke. Both of those are the joke, <laughs> they can't read and they haven't watched the show. Oh my gosh, Chad, One Piece fans. Oh god, oh god. You do have the superior cans. Well, and there uh, is also over and there is also a thousand chapters, so we had to have read everything. And anime starts skin talked about and it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Actually, that is a good cutoff. So I'm gonna keep the chat open so we can all hang out a little longer, but I'll wrap up the episode right now before it goes completely oh, off the rails. Just, just, one more, just one more thing. Just one more thing. Oh, yeah, no. I've been, thinking about, uh, I've been thinking about yesterday about the, this this makeup company called the, the Embracer Group, mm. which I never understand these, the makeup company could able to acquire every company. Like, you've got the, uh, uh, there's a recently news when they closed down the developer files in this row. I was like, what the hell were they thinking? If you couldn't able to handle all these developers and other agreements, what was the point acquire them? You either, like you either pick at least uh, four of companies or pick two. You can't just pick either of them. You will lose a, a lot of money. I remember that not, 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 not a lot, not a long time ago when they failed to have a in, in with my country here in KSA. They decided to have to kill off a bounty just because of it. Really? Hmm. Actually, you know what? Yeah. It is weird that what Abrazer does and like you know, with Gearbox going down and like all the other ones that they're putting out there. Uh, I do. Ho- I, thank you, Max, because that reminds me to bitch about limited run games for a quick second. Mm, so, fuck limited run, run games. <laughs> so they so Embracer Group also owns limited run games now. And limiting, like, Brian's always giving me shit, with good reason for supporting them, just because they're a terrible <laughs> company and they've always been a terrible company. Whoa, whoa. 
They definitely are. But yeah, they might get banned on Twitter or blocked on Twitter if they hear this. No, boo hoo. I'm not buying it from them anymore anyway. Luck. So, and I'm going to be real bad. Yeah, they'll, make, they'll make some limited run beat them up and they'll just be like, I'm going to give them $60 and wait three years. No, fuck you. Because every time they do that now, within like four months later, there's a version on PlayAsia that you don't have to, you know, be in a window for and pay out the ass and wait longer for. You'll get it even before Dude. those are goddamn done. Fucking we'll River talk. City Girls Play came Asia. out like with a bundle of both games six months before I even had my River City Girls 2 in hand from Women Run. And that's not even why I'm pissed at them. So I'm pissed at them because I have a game coming from them. I was supporting a buddy. Uh, it's called Death, With en- Death Wish Enforcers. And I bought it when I was living at my old house before I had delusions of fucking moving. So I was sending it there. And Women in Run normally does this nice little thing where they'll send you an email and be like, hey, verify your address before we ship it. Uh-uh. Didn't fucking happen this time. I just get an email going, oh, your item shipped. And I go, uh. so i'm talking to my neighbors like hey can you you know go get this from me from the the new people there maybe something like that doesn't even make it there because i guess maybe they made it there but it was from dhl having them sign off and they're like well that's not mine but oh apparently, i have a problem with dhl yeah so apparently it's a thing where it's like oh well they can't return to sender so they put it through the usps from dhl then usps can't send it back and for some reason, the post office went, oh, this is a perishable item because it can melt. So they threw it away. So now I'm fighting with the post office and uh, Limited Run and fucking Limited Run's just hey. like, ooh, contact support. Uh-oh. Every time you contact support, it's through their stupid fucking system. And you have to wait like five to seven days before you get a fucking response on anything. So fuck that goddamn company. Absolutely goddamn useless. Never using them again, <laughs> even though I buy from them all the time more than I should. But fuck it. I'm done. Absolutely no care for the customer in the goddamn end because they're just like, oopsie poopsie, sorry, we forgot, nothing we can do. You never have that play Asia. Wait, what was that about PlayAsia? Shout out to PlayAsia. I have literally been shopping with them for 20 years and they, they'll, they'll give you some shady shit sometimes because you're like, um, is this legit or is this like a bootleg copy? But Man, I, I've got some great, great deals from PlayAsia, and their customer service is fire. They're, they're great. They're everything Limited Run tries to be. Um, I'll never forget being banned because I said, I feel like Limited Run Games funds the games that are coming out with the previous purchases. And I, bro- I broke it all down on Twitter, and the next thing I know, I'm banned or I'm blocked by Limited Run Games. I'm like... Oh, did I strike too close to home? Oh, that's exactly what they do. They, they do. They have their own engine, and they're then they're a publisher. Yeah. It, it so like the reason why it takes you so long to get games is because they literally spend all that money on acquiring the license and everything else for the next game. So it, they're basically operating on paper thin margins and uh, ripping people off left and right for what really amounts to being really shitty quality collectible. And at this point, like their whole thing of, you know, forever physical and the only version of physical you need. Well, then how many times is a new thing come out like six months later from another person with all the DLC attached to it and shit like that. Every single time. So now you have like a useless outdated version of it too. Every single time there's a limited run game release, uh, it gets released by another company at Best Buy. Every single time. There's a limited run games copy at Best Buy too, but there's one next to it that's not by them 
every single time. I was pissed. I bought Scott Pilgrim's whole thing. And uh, I went into Best Buy, and there was, like, a shit ton of copies. I didn't get my copy from Limited Run Games for, like, another eight months. Dude, way uh, to go, Crooked. You made sure Michael Sarah could have cup noodle for dinner that night. I hope you're happy hey, with yourself. Hey, Ramona Flowers is bae, okay? Mm. She's Hera and Ahsoka, and I will fight for her. <laughs> so, um, I, Limited I Run second Games. that. Limited Run Games is uh, republishing Gex, and those games need to go die in a fire. Oh, more Euro trash. Just what we need. Like, I get doing the meme of fucking stupid plumbers don't wear ties. I get it. But, man, like, especially, like, putting out soundtracks for this shit or, like, making a big hoopla about doing a vinyl release for, like, the Turtles, uh, for, like, Shredder's Revenge and shit like that. Like, man, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up. Just put the games out there and get it to people easily. Limited run games needs to match their quality by just releasing LJN shit. <laughs> Not or Mindscape. So what, what's funny is um, Square Enix still owns the Gex license, but they sold all their other Western stuff. So like imagine th- imagine being in that boardroom and thinking to yourself, like, oh, our Western business is tanking. What's all Tomb Raider? But Gex is still worth keeping hanging on to. Like, hey, that geez. cover with Stone Cold fucking rules. It really? Okay. Well, I never played the shit. I just said the cover rules. I like how our entire Twitter and uh, Discord experience is Jim saying, ooh, here's something stupid that only I want. And then Fancy goes, ooh, here's something terrible that no one else wants. I know. Colonel Fancy is like the champion of shitty games. He loves all of them. I wish I had his powers. <laughs> He puts me to shit. But yes, actually. I love him to death, but man. <laughs> with the quick front Colonel Fancy Love out of the way in the plug. I'm going to end the episode before it gets too long, but we're going to hang out afterwards. So once again, thank you to everyone out there. For once all, thank you for everyone here in the Discord and everyone who had to hang up already for hanging out for this live episode. Bailing me out, giving me easy content. You're all beautiful people, and I love you for it. And also, once again, thank you to everyone for checking out this episode. We'll be back next week. Get those Patreon questions in. We'll have a big Patreon extravaganza. And until next time, guys, cheers.